This podcast replay is brought to you by Walton Rayom. Call for a free consultation, 954-966-4646. At Walton Rayom, they don't get paid unless you win. Welton Rayom handles property damage claims due to a hurricane. Welton Rayom can help. 954-966-4646. So let's uh let's talk about there's a lot of dolphins talk. Okay. Like so much stuff that happened this weekend. And and I'm just like watching it and I'm going, oh my God, we can weave this in here. We can talk about this. This sets an example. This is another thing that we can talk about. So, first of all, let's talk, let, let's let's get into coaching because one of the things that I think is misunderstood constantly is who's at fault, right? And a couple of years ago, uh, when Tua was having his first two years with Flo, a lot of you were picking on Tua, a ton of you, and you were all wrong. And I told you you were wrong constantly. At that moment, you thought you were right. You thought I was wrong. And then I kept telling you they have no coaching, they have no play design, they have no offensive line, they have no running game, they, they only have one receiver. So it's hard for Tua to succeed. Yet he still succeeded. He still won more than he lost. He still threw more touchdowns and interceptions, okay, in the worst environment. And injured at times, too, because he was playing with a rib and, and a finger and all that kind of stuff. And many of you didn't give a shit. You just ripped into the kid when it had nothing to do with him, had to do what's around him. A lot of times it has to do with what's around you that's going to affect who you are. And we've talked about this. Marino, you can watch him with Shula or you can watch him get destroyed with Jimmy Johnson. No running game again. You know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and his one-yard touchdowns. He traded away Irving Fryer. He got rid of Byers and Kirby. He took away the audibles. He, he neutered Marino. Okay, Marino still played well. Just like Tua still played well under, under flow, but it, it just wasn't the perfect environment. Just like if you look at Jared Goff with the Rams, they kind of used him in a way that they said, don't, don't F it up, kid. Okay, we have enough talent around you, this, that. In Detroit, they taught him to be more of a quarterback on his own and win games. And I know, you know, yesterday he, he might have missed a couple throws, but he's turned into a heck of a player and a good quarterback now. Much better than he was with the Rams. Better coaching. You can say whatever you want about Sean McVay, but apparently Ben Ben Johnson, right? Ben, whatever, the Ben guy from uh, the Detroit Lions is a better quarterbacks guy than Sean McVay's. I saw Steve Young in Tampa Bay, and then I saw him in San Francisco. You understand? I, I watched uh, Rich Gannon bounce around the league, and then he found his way with the Raiders, but he was inconsistent with the Minnesota Vikings and with the Kansas City Chiefs, and he became an MVP with the Raiders. You know, uh, too many people lose sight that sometimes the player needs the right environment in order to thrive in order to be the best that they can be. 
they need the right environment. If they're a smallish end and you keep playing him in a 4-3 and he can't hold that point, that's your fault that you keep playing, and it's not the player's fault. He's trying, but you've got him out of place. So yesterday, you watched the game. Do you watch the games? Do you actually watch the games? Okay. So what do I tell you all the time about what Lamar is? He's a running quarterback. He's not a radio quarterback. He's not a passer. He's a thrower. That's what he is. And if you can't run, he can't be effective. So whether you chose not to run or you got stifled early on, but you gave up on the run, you gave up on the run, and that quarterback can't save you with his arm. But by the way, the funniest shit watching that game was listening to the announcers beg for a interference call on a ball that was thrown 10 yards away from the player. Over and over again, he overthrows these people badly. And, uh, you know, even with Likely in the end zone, that guy was kind of interfering, but there was a safety in front that Likely, whether he was interfering or not, he never had a shot at the ball because it was so poorly thrown that that guy was going to catch it. Or the one that was thrown out of bounds, there was a little bit of contact, but there was no way that ball was ever going to be catchable. So it was funny listening to, was it Romo or whoever it was, those clowns like wanting an well, maybe there was interference, brother. That that ball was so badly thrown, there was nothing. I don't know how many balls he overthrew yesterday downfield, but it was a shitload. It was like five. That's Lamar Jackson. So you're a stupid coach, John Harbaugh, because you didn't stick to the run. Listen to this. So the team rushes Lamar Jackson and the team they rushed for 81 yards on 16 carries 5.1 a little skewed because Lamar Jackson was 8 for 54 6.8 and he had that one big run right so overall I was kind of a little misleading but Gus Edwards was 3 for 20 6.7 why didn't you run him more you, you don't have a quarterback that can carry you with his arm. Lamar Jackson could never do that. Is he once or twice a season or something like that going to have a hot night? Yeah, he's going to do that because he's an athlete. I keep explaining that to you all. Well, did you watch the game yesterday? Okay, let's see. What were his two biggest plays? One, he was almost sacked. He escaped from a sack, got out of it, and threw the bomb for the touchdown. Okay, you're not going to make a living like that escaping they pressured his ass like you're supposed to and they got after him and he couldn't handle the pressure as always and then was his second play a deflection another negative play but he is a freak of an athlete and he runs to go catch it two fluke plays off athleticism that's all it is it's not anything more than that you know, but when you need a pure passer, you're not going to get that from Lamar. Once or twice a season, you can come back at me and say, hey, oh, you see this game? He did it great. Yeah, problem is he can't do it in every game. See, Mahomes does it in every game. Real quarterbacks can do it in every game. They can be accurate in every game. He can't. So you're a moron, and you don't run the ball. 
Now, the Chiefs, they ran the ball. They ran the ball a lot. And guess what? They ran the ball, and they had no success running the football. They were averaging like, let me see, I'll tell you right now. They were averaging, I want to say, like two yards a carry or something like that. I thought I wrote it down here, but my chicken scratch is so uh, screwed up that I uh, – okay, they ran it 32 to Baltimore 16 for 89 yards, 2.8 yards per carry. But they kept running. You have Pat Mahomes, but you kept running. You kept them honest. It, it, Pacheco had 24 for 68 for 2.8. He wasn't effective, but he was serviceable, and he kept them honest. They weren't going to allow you to just tee off. Stupid coaching. Stupid coaching. Get you. I, I really commend Todd Munkin a lot this year because he kept things really simple for Lamar. Right? And, and it helped him. Right? But you... You did a Ken Dorsey. You thought Josh Allen can be a pure passer. And no, you got to do what Brian Dable and Joe Brady do. He's a runner. And that's the dumb part on my part when I said, oh, he's taking too many hits. You can't allow that. Well, that's really the only way he can play. It's the only way Lamar can play. You're stupid, John Harbaugh and company. Um, I'll give you stupid, Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid. First half, you're leading 14-7, and you have a, a fourth and one, and you go for it. You're on their 16-18 uh, yard line, something, something like that, and you go for it. That was stupid. You should have taken the three points there. Take the three points. I'm not exactly sure what this effing disease is, but take the points. The reason why Aaron Jones, I'm sorry, the reason why Jordan Love and you morons out there, oh my God, Jordan Love or Tua, no, dickhead. They're running the football 30-something times a game with Aaron Jones. Why do you think why do you think Green Bay hung with San Francisco, you idiots? Because they ran the football. It wasn't because Jordan Love was amazing. He threw two interceptions in that game. One really dumb interception. And that's what you want to keep him from doing. And that's why you run the hell out of the football. Balance. Because every quarterback, including Pat Mahomes, needs it. Dan Campbell, two field goal attempts he passes up yesterday and loses the game and then says he doesn't regret it. Whether you're Andy Reid in the first quarter, first half, which could have cost you the game by, by passing up, you're, you're on the road, leading by seven against the guy that is not good at coming back in Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson cannot come back from deficits. It's really hard for him because he's not a passer. And if they're not dominating on the ground, the Ravens ain't shit offensively. 
take the three points, Andy. Dan Campbell, take the six points, you freaking moron. And the Brendan Staley guy did this stupid shit all the time. And guess who also does this stupid shit all the time? Mike McDaniel gives up on the run like John Harbaugh did and refuses to take three points when it's there because he thinks he's got a fucking gunslinger at quarterback. Stupid coaching. Mike McDaniel, brother, you're number number two. I'm going to give Dan Campbell number one, but you're number two at stupid ass coaching is what I see all over the league. And now it's ignorant coaching. Now you won't take the three because you think it's analytics. No, it's common sense, moron. Whether you're Andy Reid in the first half, those three points could have cost you everything, dude. Take the points. Stay with the run. Mike McDaniel, my brother, I thought about you the entire Sunday because you do the same stupid fucking shit all the time, dude. You give up on the run. You play Tua like he's Marino. You idiot. You pass up field goals, you moron. The, the, the stupid shit that I watched yesterday is the stupid shit that I watch every Sunday with Mike McDaniel. I'm tired of the stupid shit. I've tolerated it for two years. Don't give it to me next year. Okay? I will make every volcano in Iceland look like nothing. Okay? They will look like true Finn fans, strong farts when I'm done with it. Okay? So I keep watching stupid shit out there. And it's the same stupid shit my head coach does all the time. Mike, I like you, brother. You got a fantastic mind. You have no discipline. None whatsoever. And you lack common sense. Tua is not Marino, not Elway, not Joe Burrow, not Mahomes. You can't play him like that. You must stick to the run like you need most quarterbacks in the NFL. Need the run, even Pat Mahomes. Can can there be a, a few games where Mahomes has no run and he has to do Yes. Could Tua do it once in a blue moon? Yes. Could he do it all the time? No. He's not Marino. Stop playing him like Marino. You do, you're not coaching Marino. And when the three points are there, 
take the points, moron. And that goes for Andy Reid. That goes for Dan Campbell. That goes for Mike McDaniel. Take the points, moron. Just gets to a point like all, all, I'm watching yesterday and all I'm doing is getting more pissed off because I'm going, this is a disease that's in this league now. And there's this new wave of coaches. And then I watch Andy Reid do the same stupid shit. And it's like, what is going on here, dude? Learn how to really coach McDaniel. Dude, you might know X's and O's, but you have zero feel for a game. Zero. You can't even get plays in on time so your quarterback can actually see the defense, adjust. You don't even give him that advantage. Stupid shit. You can't even get a play in on time in two years. I, I didn't watch that yesterday. You know, that's other stuff I can pile on with the Mike McDaniel thing. But that I that's that's one of the dolphin subjects that I wanted to talk about.